Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hello everybody um damn wild week wild week i don't know if we can Uh, start two shows in a row being like wow what a week (laughs) I'm not sure. I, I think we can. I think we can. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. To be fair, the uh, the the second favorite to win the biggest tournament of the year is out of the bit of the biggest tournament of the year. Um, so I think that's <laughs> I think that's worth a, a what a week in my opinion. Um, but that's just me. Fair. Um, you have no more. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, oh, like, right. okay. there are other things. Oh, you know what? I actually do have one one other thing. Um, We said this weeks ago that, like, Stardom, the Stardom cast guys are just very sweet. Um, Now, I and I believe Alex both have, like, first-hand understanding that they are, like, the sweetest human beings. <laughs> that was, I just wanted to say, you know, shout out to them, because they, they gave me some love when I needed it, because I had a bad day last week, and it was really appreciated. So shout out to them. Um, Good guys. Good guys. All right. Um, well, head on over to the five star, uh, five star network dot co. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, I, I messed up the plug. This podcast is bit. brought to you by the five star network. Head on over to the five star network dot co for all of the articles and podcasts and everything else from the world of wrestling. Uh, go to the five star network YouTube page where there are shows uploaded, including the No Limit Wrestling Show, which just went up today. And as Dylan, Xavier, and me all discussing Ayumi Kurihara's retirement show from 2013. So give it a look. Um, but obviously finish this show first or else. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a great recording. I really enjoyed uh, watching the Ayumi Kurihara show. Um, thank you for everything. What a great, great title. Um, during yeah. every match card, the announcer would yell, "Thank you for everything." And I, lo- mm-hmm. I loved it. It like it, t- it, t- it tickled that little part of my brain. Um, but yeah, so go d- check that out because yeah, uh, both of us are on it, so it's more Stardom Quest in a way, but it's just about something that happened ten years ago. Um, and yeah, I also have a Mayu article that I am trying to finish right now, so that will be in the coming weeks. And Ooh. yeah, five star. That's good. Um, so. I know there's a lot of news, but we have a review this week, my mm. dear friend. So I don't know about this. Yeah, I kept this quiet because I only saw it an hour ago. Um, so, <laughs> unlike the last one, which uh, for those who, who don't remember, it was a one star, Call Us Obnoxious. Uh, this time around, we have five stars, hilarious, from Spadouche in Switzerland. We are very over in Scandinavia, brother. Um, if Switzerland <laughs> is not in Scandinavia, I am done for. This this rating is gone from a five uh, to like a two. I don't... <laughs> no, it's not. It's not actually. It is not in Scandinavia. Yeah, it's in mainland. It's like it's just mainland. it's just like beneath Scandinavia, isn't it? I should know. I am the European, 
So yeah. Um. So there's only three up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're all like interchangeable. It's it's you know it's fine. Anyway, you're making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so this one five stars said hilarious. Uh, so do I make air now? And yes, yes, you do. Congratulations. But honestly, this is my favorite podcast regarding Joshi and stardom in particular. Dylan and Alex are hilarious, and I can keep up without actually watching the shows, which is honestly what a joy. Good for you, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sheer envy in both of our voices. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the review. Um, on from there, we have a lot of news. Oh boy, it was a newsworthy week. Now, what a week! If I could find the oh, of you know what, Scott, I love you coming in clutch here with the Dream Tag Festival pairings because I went to the website, yes. but because sometimes when you translate lists on the Japanese into English, the formatting goes away. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was like Marai, Hanan, Ami, and I was like, no, that is we're not doing that. <laughs> so um, who? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> yeah. So um, Scott came in handy here. So during the pay-per-view on Sunday, uh, the pairings were announced for the Dream Tag Festival, which is a fan-voted thing. So the pairings were as follows. Mayu Utani and Saki Kashima. Great pairing already. Uh, Utami Hayashishita and Maika. Love it. Nanai Takahashi and Ruaka. So pairing up enemies a lot. That's interesting. Yeah. That that one that one is interesting because I wouldn't expect anybody to like go out of the way to vote for it. But I yeah. mean, they've had a great feud this year, so I'm I think that's cool. We have Poi and Amisore, or not Amisore, Sori Ano, who are a team already. Uh, Hazuki and Natsuko Tora running back some late Oedo Tai Tag League 2019 team. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, we have the return of Momo and Momo, uh, except this time it is not Momo Tani, it is Momo Kogo and Momo Watanabe. Uh, so that's quite the pairing. Uh, we have Mirai and Mai Sakurai, again, pairing up enemies because they uh, they do not get along. Um, Mai Sakurai did campaign for that one. Yeah, so that is fair. That, that is a point. Uh, we have Mariah May and Hanan. So Hanan's corruption can continue under the watchful eyes of Mariah May. We have uh, Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa because uh, that, was, that was Saya Kamatani and Mina. But as we'll kind of explain a bit later, Saya is not in this tournament. And she was replaced with Tam. So we have Tam and Mina bringing back their team. Didn't they have a team name? They were H, uh, weren't they? They were the cutie pair Dream, Dream H. H yeah. Yes. Oh, I just said H because I hate you. Why? That's not how I say that. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, we have the return of Water and Oil with Hina and Rina. Uh, we then have Starlight Kid and Azumi, which is the most obvious Wrong. pairing possible. Um, and then yeah. Julia and Suzu Suzuki to round it out as Ice Ribbon invades again. And that is, uh, that is yeah, and parents. it's funny because, uh, what happened this past weekend, which I don't think we were even planning on talking about because it happened in the pit, but it is kind of noteworthy is that that might just be a team. Yeah. <laughs> again, same with, same with Anu and, and Poi. Um, also, not to be a nerd, but Hina and Rina are not water and oil. That's Hanan and Rina. Uh, Different, different sister. Okay. All right. What, what, what did they call Hina and Rina? They're Are you the sure teams. they weren't water and oil? Because I'm pretty sure they, they did tag they lead don't. specifically. They didn't. They don't tag together. Okay. Like they do not right. tag well, together that much. They, they're back I remember together here. They tagged together like a couple months ago, and I was like, "Oh, this is the first time they've tagged together in like three right. years." Okay. Um. All right. So yeah. Sorry. 
Um, so you can you can vote for the matches on the Dream Tag Festival as well. But given how these pairings shook out, I don't know how legitimate the fan voting is because um, I find it really yeah. odd that all of the enemies got paired up. Like, who in the right mind was thinking of Nanai and Raka? You know, so um, you can. If you that's want. what I mean, and that's cool. But like, that is yeah. Like, you one. can if you want vote for matches. I don't know if they're gonna listen, but that is that. Um, so that that's a show on the 10th of September, actually, is it? Or is it the 9th of October? I, I have no clue. It actually. says 9, 10, and I always forget how they format it. It's... it's... It is 10th of September, uh... right? That's how they do a Japanese date. Yeah. So 10th of yeah. September. It's the 10th of two months from now. That is a Dream Tag Festival. Yeah, and I think it's at Oda Ward, isn't it? Uh, perhaps I'm going to translate yeah. that real quick. Okay, that is great. Thank you. Is that, uh, they're it, running Ota a lot. They no, it's, like... it's, it's, no, no, no. It's Yokama Budokan. Oh, Yokama Budokan. Okay. Because I know they're running Ota Ward a lot. They announced another yes. Ota pay-per-view during the Which GP opener. And I, they're running it like once a month for the next four or five months. It's incredible. They're um, AJW build. That's what AJW yes. do. Yes, we love AJW. Uh, kind of, in some ways. Sometimes. Um, so yeah, that's the Dream Tag Festival. Uh, that was one of the most tame things that happened uh, in the news world. Yeah. So... Uh, moving on from there, we had press. We had a triple header press conference yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. The first one was for New Blood Ten, um, and this kicked off a generational day of press conferences. These three conferences should be studied by scientists for the future, uh, because this roster, they smoked something. There was something in the air. Like, I don't know who who provided the substances, but they took them, I, I and see. it was all over the place. I saw something in the comments of of it that like, and it's like one of the only English comments. But they're like, when Stardom isn't like a great wrestling company, it's just an improv comedy show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know when that happened, <laughs> but no, like that's that's yeah. I I only saw bits and pieces of this. I didn't see all the all of it, but it was it was unhinged. It was at least. very. Um, a lot of developments. <laughs> yes. Um, so the first match announced for New Blood Ten, which is happening on. Uh, August 18th um, at Shinagawa was Amisore, Moran, and Nanami versus Hanako, Kazuna Tanako, or Kanaka, and Enka. So uh, Ami is teaming. Enka. Yes. Wait, no, it's, oh, it's, Hanoka. It's, Hanoka, wait. isn't it? Yeah. yeah sorry. Um, yeah, it's so it's Amisore and the Diana team of Moran and Nanami. Uh, as most people know, Nanami is in God's Eye, and Moran is a teenager who blew people away with, uh, I think she wrestled Rina, or was it? She wrestled with Rina and, and Miu. Miu. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and they were both good Yeah, matches. so most people know those by now. Uh, the new faces are Kazuna Tanaka and Hanoka. They are from Pro Wrestling Wave. Um, we kind of touched on it, but I remember Starlight Kid, when they had the Jumbo Forever show, um, Starlight Kid yeah. was like, hey, you guys should wrestle on New Blood. And that was kind of the beginning of it. So Kazuna Tanaka, as the name might suggest, is a second-generation wrestler. Uh, her dad is Minoru Tanaka, right? Or is it Masato? Yes, it's Minoru. Minoru. And her mother is Yumi Fukawa, right? Both legends yeah. of, well, of okay. technical wrestling, yeah, especially. I, I think we can ease up on Yumi there. But uh, Yumi Fukawa was in AJW and then went to Arjun. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So Yumi Fukawa, Joshi wrestler. Uh, Minoru, Minoru Tanaka, obviously a lot of people will know him. So this is their kid. And uh, from what I've seen, she's pretty decent. Um, I think she'll she'll really impress here. Uh, Hanoka, Dylan, what do you what do you think of Hanoka? Also, 
she's yeah. all right. Like I think I think Kazuna definitely has like the edge because she is second yeah. generation, and you kind of like be, because of that, it just gives her an immediate like a little bit of of uh, rub before you even get going. But Hanoka's not bad. She's she's actually quite good as a as a rookie as well. Um, I could have been watching a lot of their work in the in the junior catch the wave, but I am not watching that many. <laughs> that many rookie matches, uh, singles matches back to back. So I haven't seen a ton of them in in the past couple months. Uh, but like they're they're quite good, you know, for for young wrestlers. I think that like they were, they when I first saw them, they're like, oh, Wave should really like produce more wrestlers because yeah. <laughs> they are clearly very fundamentally well trained. Um, and Wave could you use don't, more wrestlers. You but, were surprised uh, that the promotion yeah. that trained Venny is good. It's yeah. No, I'm not surprised, but I'm just like, why don't you do this That's all? Fair. Like, why That's aren't valid. you like, why aren't you like proactive about trying to get motherfuckers in your dojo? Because like, clearly you could do it, and clearly they could be like next up. And I think Kohaku, even though she trained with with Chigusa first, obviously she just like catapulted herself once she got mm-hmm. to wave. Like, I don't think that's that's unfair to say. Uh, she just completely maximized herself over there. So, like, yeah, I think they're really, really good for rookies, and I'm excited to see them here. Uh, Minoru Tanaka is such, like, a, such a big fan of being a dad. And you can just tell, because, like, he tweets about his daughter's wrestling more than he tweets about his own, and he's still active. Um, <laughs> but after this got announced, he, he told a story on Twitter where he was like, yeah, uh, 18 years and seven months ago, which was when Kazuna was born, he called Rossi Ogawa and said, this is your ace, just so you know. Uh, and now he's like, thanks to Starlight Kid of all people, um, that that might be coming true one day. And I was like, hey, let's let's keep her awake because um, we need all the people we can get. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's a cute little story for that. I'm excited for okay. that. Next match then was Lady C versus Kohaku. Uh, speaking of Pro Wrestling Wave and speaking of Kohaku, uh, they decided that tall versus small was the way to go. Lady C missed the press conference. She was too busy putting together a PowerPoint presentation. So we love a Lady what? C. What? Okay, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she wasn't on it and she said, I'm sorry, I had to cancel uh, my appearance. I'm making a PowerPoint. So um, she's a teacher. Love her. It's, it's great. That. I love it. Yeah. Uh, the match after that is. Hanan and Hina versus Suzu Suzuki and May Sarah. So that's a pretty beast match, if I do say so myself. Um, and yeah, that's going to be fun. We then had a Cosmic Angels promotion assessment match. We had Yuna Mizumori versus Natsupoi. So this was set up in a recent promo by Tam, where um, Yuna is kind of a uh, trainee for Cosmic Angels, basically. She's not a full-fledged yeah. member. She's an intern, and this is going to be her assessment match. Um, things got a bit weird in this one because Yuna started yelling pine and Natsupoi started yelling poi. So it was a good 10 seconds where they were just yelling pine and poi at each other. And then Yuna accidentally started saying poi and then they yes. were just saying, they were, they were just both saying poi. Yeah. And then Natsupoi was like, bye poi and left. And, um, it was at that point where I was like, this, we're in for a generational day. We are in <laughs> for the greatest day in Joshi history. Um, and it only got better because they announced Miyu Amazaki fifth five match trial series extra match Miyu Amazaki versus Sayori Ano, and Miyu tried to start shit with Ano, and she was just like looking at her with nothing but cold dead eyes. That woman is going to kill Kevin. 
Kevin started yeah. shit, and Soriano is going to end it. <laughs> we are never going to see Kevin again. So, poor Kevin. Yeah, remember what happened with Shuri? It's going to be a little bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, um, she grabbed her chin, and it was just like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Like, I, I just wouldn't. They should have put, they should have put, spoiler, by the way, they should have put uh, Miu with Kondori. Yes. That's my opinion. I think so, too. That's just my opinion. <laughs> um, the match announced after that was a passion injection match. This was in the Naya Takahashi and Saya Ida. Um, in standard fashion, this ended with the two of them bull rushing each other on stage yeah. uh, with Nanai yelling passion. And um, once again, I, w- I was like, this is the greatest day in Joshi history uh, because it just the holy Nai- shit. <laughs> Nanai is such a troll. Yes. Because she went, because Saya started crying. And then she's like, oh, is, is that is that sweat? Is that sweat, you little Miss Tryhard? Is that sweat? Is that sweat coming from your eye? And I'm just like, holy shit, what the fuck? <laughs> like, she was just like, she was just antagonizing her. And I was like, this is this is real. Yeah. This is real wrestling. I'm so excited for that match. It's That's going to be, be like, absurd. It's going to be absurd. Yeah. I mean, if the press conference is anything to go by, it's going to be generational. Um, we then crashed back down to earth with a future of stardom championship match. Rina <laughs> is taking on Waka um, In typical Rina fashion, she was just a little dickhead. Um, like, uh, got under Waka's skin very easily. She was like, one of them was calling the other broke uh, at one point. I think it was Waka was like, you don't have money. You ain't got money. <laughs> I was like, you are. And he was like, I'm a child. What do you fucking expect? Yeah, it, I, yeah. I have no words. Uh, good show on paper. I won't lie to you. Um, a cracked out press conference. The press conference has only got weirder because we skipped the show. They skipped the show. They went right to Ota Ward on August 19th. And they shocked the world. So, the card for this is in the opener Koguma versus Hanako versus Fukigen Death. Then we have Hanan, Rina, and Hina versus Lady C, Wakaskiyama, and Yuna Mizumori. We have Min. That's interesting. Indeed, we have Minishirakawa and Mariah May versus Megan, Bane, and Tekla. We then have Mirai, Amisore, and Saeida versus Micah, Suzu Suzuki, and May Sarah. Now, up till now, you're thinking this is a very normal show. Why did you like? It's a bit weird. Yeah, like some mix, like, mix matches. Why but, did you build yeah. up to this match? This is so tame. We then get two. No, that is not a weird match. We have Mayu Hitani and Momokogo versus Siri and Saki Kashima, which is great. Then we get to the weirdness. That's then we get to the weirdness. Enai Takahashi, Momoi Nakanishi, and X versus Starlight Kid, Momoanabe, and Double X. Over the course of this press conference, it is revealed that X is Jaguar Yakota, All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling alumni, wrestling since the 70s, first ever five-star match woman haver, uh, trainer... The woman who trained everybody. The trainer of <laughs> Manami Toyota and Aja Kong, and uh, all of that, uh, Jaguar Yakota was announced as the teammate for Nanai and Momoe. Which is great. Love Jaguar. This is fantastic. Yep. Um, then, XX was you. Why? 7-Up is dead? 7-Up <laughs> is dead. No, no. You know what? No, the crazy thing is that, like, on Twitter, you was just like, yeah, I actually really wanted to tag with Momoe and, and 
Nanai, but uh, they didn't call me. And I, I guess I get it. But I guess I got to wrestle them now. And I'm just like, can you be a little bit more certain about this, you? Because are you like, what's going on here, homegirl? Yeah. Well, she seems a way to type. Though. Especially what happens she later. Seems to be a way to type That's what I mean. Very, is that it's like, fun. she she does. But like every tweet of her, like, oh, yeah, this is like explaining what's happening. It's just like, oh, I'm going to have a good summer. I'm, I'm wrestling in stardom a little bit. And I'm going to I'm going to have fun. And I'm just like, are you evil? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. So that you know, that's cool. Uh, three former, three former three WA world champions on one team. By the way, that's pretty, pretty neat. And you and Momo yeah. on the other one. And then, as if Jaguar Yokota was not weird enough, <laughs> we have Utami Aishishita, Azumi, Miyu Amasaki, and Kyoko Inoue versus Natsuko Tora, <laughs> Ruaka, Zap, and Dom Matsumoto. <laughs> It's Zap T, by the way, so it's I not as. I don't know. I don't as, think it's Zap T because uh, I don't like the Japanese has not specified which one at all. It was only the English Twitter that said Zap T. Like, well, I hope it's Zap T. Well, either way, it's bad. I like. I hope. Well, like, yes, but but twenty. But let's be let's be frank. Twenty twenty three uh, Watsonabe is I, not I, as I bad as twenty twenty. I don't think it matters so. if they're under the Zap hood. The Zaps were bad okay, in their that's prime. True. <laughs> like the Zaps. That is true. The Zaps sucked in their prime. Now, um. Dump Matsumoto, greatest heel of all time, right? You and I love Dump. Yes. Uh, Drew, yeah, she's literally, like, legitimately, I think, had a year where her and Nagayo drew like a billion yen on top, feuding with each other. Like, one of the most biggest women's wrestlers of all time, Dump Matsumoto. She has not been able to walk for be- at least 20 years. Like, uh, what? <laughs> You know what's you know what's kind of crazy is that I was I was like making a joke that I was like man I wish I wish they would have gotten Shark Suchia instead of Zap, um, and then somebody's like doesn't she not have a leg and I'm just like yeah but like she has like a a prosthetic and she could still probably walk better than Dump Matsumoto yeah. okay oh yeah um at least she has a scythe you know what I oh, mean yeah. like at least she has at least she has the gimmick like uh, um but yeah no we I I can't have nice things no Shark Tsuchiya on this, this show. This is my personal um, hell though the Zap and Kyoko oh, yeah. in a way in the same match like I don't like Zaps the Zaps are very bad if you've never watched it don't do it it's a terrible They're gimmick yeah. it's a terrible rip off of Dump actually it was like a terrible attempt to do what Dump did uh and Kyoko in a way did not like her do not like her yeah cause- the fit was kind of like the uh the dynamite Wait, oh yeah the dynamite the, the yeah, tag yeah. team the, yeah, yeah they, when they, the they had dynamite the masked sisters or whatever i forget what they were called yeah the masks like it's very much like a ripoff of the undercard dump yeah. led tag team you know what i mean like that's kind of insane now that was not the end of the weirdness <laughs> because our main event no is tam nakano natsupoi and siori ano versus hazuki takako inoue and Shinobu Kandori. That's my fucking goat, like, bro. Judo Bastard is here, buddy. There is going to be... Uh, did I unplug no, my fine. headphones? You're I okay. might have. I just got okay. ex- okay. There is a stardom show next month with Jaguar Yakota, Shinobu Kandori, Dump Matsumoto, Takako Inoue, Kyoko Inoue, and The Zap. What is... Like, wow. My mind is still blown. Like, I remember... I remember I'm seeing the real. tweet. That had Shinobu Kandori in it, and I was just like, "No, there is no fucking way." Oh yeah, no, legitimately, I was I like woke up because like my dog woke me up at like three a.m. 
and like I was like really out of it, and I like checked Twitter briefly, and I saw Hazuki Inoue and um and Kandori, and I was like, oh, okay. and I went back to bed, and then like I woke up, and I was like, I must have been dreaming that yeah. shit, right? Like that's such a bizarre. There's no way that's actually happening, right? And then I was like, holy shit, it's actually happening. Um, that's what needs to stop saying fucking bipolar oh, people who can Oh my god, Kandori was like, I will hurt you. Like, there was no, like, I, there was no hesitation in that woman. Not only is this woman a an Olympic grade judoka in her in her prime, not only was she in Yawara, the judo anime, because she was so famous for being a good judoka, um, but she was also, you know, the person who, like, almost killed a bunch yeah. of people. Like, because <laughs> she's just a baby. She's she was a politician, so she has yeah. no heart. Um, like, right wing, let's be right real here. We need to be That's careful. Um, a right wing politician. But, yeah. We need to be like, careful. Kandori hurt Hokuto so bad in one match that there is a visual of like LCO and Aja Kong holding people back so they didn't rush the ring. Like. Like you don't you don't say bye boy to Kandori. But um yeah, that was that is such a strange show. Um like I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I am into the legends. This as a work rate show is not gonna be good. Most of these people oh, cannot no. go anymore. Like Takako in a way is probably your best bet or Jaguar. They're probably your best bet. Um I'm excited to see Takako. Yeah. I haven't seen Takako wrestle in like years. Honestly. Yeah, she's she's one I don't see a lot. Um, but I mean, like, like on sheer vibes, like just seeing Suriano wrestle Kandori in Stardom is going to be like absurd. And the thing is, chances are this ends up being one of their best drawing shows of the year outside of Yokohama Arena. So there's probably going to be a massive crowd and probably a hot crowd as well because people love their legends. So this could just be one of the craziest, most whacked out shows of the year. Um, and I am here for it. It's also really funny because I think a big thing about this show is it kind of tells you how just fucked Joshi history is. Because, like, if you think, oh, wow, this is cool. But, like, where are, like, the the missing additions? Like, the legends you would kind of expect. Uh, they can't be in the same locker room as some of these people. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there's so much heat within the history of Joshi wrestling amongst wrestlers that never went away. Like, if you're expecting a Kira Hokuto appearance, no. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Hokuto's really close friends with Rossi, but no. Like, that, like, Didn't she hate Kandori? She, yeah. yeah, they, they, yeah. Um, same with, same with, like, a, who, who was I thinking of earlier? I mean, like, Chigusa. I, <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if you can get her in the same room as, as some of these people. You know what I mean? And Shigusa, like from her public persona, is like a sweetheart in twenty twenty three at least. But no? <laughs> like that's the that's the funny thing about Joshi history is that this is such a specific lineup because it's the people who can work with each other and coexist with each other. Yes. I mean um, the thing is just in like, existence. Nagayo would one thousand percent be on the other team. If uh, May Sarah wasn't around, like, I, I'm convinced if there was no May Sarah, we would have Dump versus Nagayo in a team tag match. Like, Maybe. Cause I, I don't think she exactly hates people. I just think now, sometimes, she gets involved in the politics a little bit. But, you know, it's fine. I, I have no issues. Um, but yeah, that's going to be an interesting show. Um, that's at Ota Ward. And yeah, I could see that, like, 
blow, blowing away most of the attendances at that venue because a lot of these women are still famous. Like, you know, I hesitate to say it's like the Attitude Era. You know how the Attitude Era, like everybody still knows those wrestlers. I feel like in Joshi, it's yeah. kind of similar with that like 90s generation um, because of AJW Classics, which airs, you know, a lot on Samurai TV. Like if you have a passing interest in wrestling in Japan and you have a television, chances are you've watched an AJW Classic. You've probably at least yeah, heard of these Because people. of Samurai yeah. TV. So um, there are still a lot of people who know these women. Um, so just the sheer novelty of them squaring off with stardom wrestlers might be enough to, to sell really well. Um, it is wild that they push Nobu Kandori against their world champion. Oh, that's asking for it. That is asking for it. Like, of, like, what are we, what are we going to do hello, here, bro? <laughs> like, like, you know, like, I mean, I, I, Poi probably gets pinned because there's no, like, I mean, his, I don't, I don't but think Shinobu even is going to be willing they, to be on the team with somebody. They who have their probable next world champion against Dump Matsumoto. Like, Dump is probably winning that match. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. There's, uh, yeah, but, but, Tommy loses all the time with with QQ. That's fair. It's not that's that valid. Um, um, yeah, but like, morbid curiosity. Who loses there. in the main event? Morbid curiosity <laughs> is uh, going to carry that show. So after yeah. that the fever dream acid trip of a of a presser, we had uh, the press conference for the August thirteenth show, which is at Eddie Onosak Arena number one. Also, um, just to note, Julia is nowhere to be found on that show in the 19th, which is tragic because she would spit in the face of Kandori and suffer the consequences, and it would be hilarious. Oh, no, she's homies with Kandori, didn't yeah, you see? As, as a she wrestler, was, she, her first, as a wrestler, as a character, she would do yeah, it. They would, yeah. um, but Julia is probably on the American show. She's not on there, um, as people have pointed out, and uh, that was reported last week. We did speculate on possible opponents. Um, then we went to a press conference for the 13th, uh, of August in Osaka, we have a gauntlet tag match. Ten teams are in this gauntlet: Suzu Suzuki and Mei Sarah, Hazuki and Saeeda, Momotanabe and Rocka, Azumi and Kevin, Unimon and Momoka Hanazono. Oh wow! I didn't even know she was on there. That's cool. that's awesome. <laughs> I love Hanazono. Uh, we have what? Oh, is this in Osaka? Then yeah, yeah she's. On uh, we have Waka, Skiyama, and Billiken Death. We have Hanan and Hina, Eka and Tekla, Siri and Hanako, and then Mirai and Amisore. We cannot escape the new eras. Um, then we have a Red Stars block match. We have Natsuko Tora versus Starlight Kid. Then we have a high speed championship match Saki Kashima versus Koguma. Um, Koguma promised not to run this match. Uh, she was also wearing a scary t shirt that Mariah May didn't like, and I don't think Saki liked because Saki. Looked scared out of her mind uh, for this entire thing. She also had drawing all over her face. I think she had her god's eye drawn on her forehead. She fell asleep. She fell asleep. Okay. She, she fell asleep. I see. And Koguma drew on her right. face, yeah. Um, Took pictures with her. That is valid. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. She said she was kidnapped by stars. Okay. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. she's prom Koguma is promising that this will just be like rock, paper, scissors and stuff. So, sure. Um, then, had the Goddess of Stardom Championship. Marina Shirakawa and Mariah May versus Natsupoi and Sayori Ano. They played Tug of War. Not only that, they were gay. <laughs> they had played gay Tug of War. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's no, be honest, like, I mean, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Sayori Ano and Natsupoi were not saying the gay things, but they that those outfits yeah. are definitely like 
cottagecore. Anu with the with the with the change with the gear change yeah, with the fit change in between press conferences. He's an icon. Insane. Such a queen. Um, yeah, so but, but uh, Mariah May and Mina. Yeah, so they were uh, tied together with a rope. Yeah, and then and then Mariah May started saying, uh, "Yeah, we 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 hang out together a lot. We live together. We shower together. We go to the bathroom together." We and then Mina cut her off, and mm-hmm. I was like, "What? Are, where were you going with that, homegirl? Let's <laughs> let's let's slow down." Yeah, and then um, they were like, "Let's play tug of war," and Waka yeah. Waka Skiyama was so jazzed. She was officiating, and then um, I think Mariah and Mina won the tug of war, and then tied up Natsupoi and Soriano. Kind of, because so what happened was Mariah May like let go, and then the other two fell. So she just grabbed it again and pulled them like on, like dragged them, uh, which is illegal in tug of war. But you know, like that's not how that works. But sure, they won. Cool. I mean, sure. It's tug of war. Um, it's tug of war. Let's be yeah. real. So um, that was not the end of our amazing press conference. Although uh, by this point, I had realized this roster. It's not okay. Um, our next match was an IWGP Women's Championship match between Mayu Iwatani and Utami Hayashishta. Uh, Mayu wasn't there for the press conference, so she didn't get to do weird shit, and Utami was just normal. Um, and then we had the World of Stardom Championship match. Tam Nakano versus Megan Bain. Um, Full gear yes. Megan Bain. It is, it is like standard that the wrestlers will show up to these in you know different outfits. They don't really wear their gear. Megan Bain did not get that memo. She showed up with the head gear and all and uh, took out Tam and attacked her. And then they took like the post show or the post conference picture and she was still in the gear. She sat in the middle in her full gear with everybody else in their normal clothes. And it was so fun. When you look at it like that, it, it's it's a bit like, <laughs> damn, wrestlers really wear wrestlers really are just half naked all yeah. the time that's kind of wild because <laughs> everybody was like all fancy and shit and she's just sitting there with her, well yeah because she was wearing a tiny, creepypasta uh, she was fitted though yeah. she 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 makes everything look good look let's be real koguma is a fashion icon that's true um but yeah megan bain just just full gear pack 2019 style you know what i mean like the, just fucked fucker mm-hmm. i'm gonna be real i ain't even seen her lately outside of the just weird. Just a weird human being. <laughs> Very. Um, and that press conference closed out with uh, Julia showing up. And she was like, hey, did y'all forget about me? Like, what's going on? Um, she said, I have my championship. I'm open to challengers for the strong belt. Oedo Tai attacked her. And then they were like, hey, you should face you. Like, oh, she'd be awesome. And I don't know if you knew about this, um, but they put her name forward anyway. And it is official. On August 13th, a New Japan Strong Championship match between Julia and you. A New Japan belt contested between a stardom wrestler and a wrestler who works for Noah. An Eve wrestler, basically. An Eve wrestler, yes. But somebody who who most recently appeared on a Noah show is really funny to me. Um, Yeah, so that was a roller coaster, to say the least. Because that that press conference started with them announcing Saya was like out of the tournament, out for the foreseeable future. And then it just went up and down and up and down. <laughs> we went from the Legends show to this like stacked card. But the stacked card had the most comedy-filled press conference ever. It just... Oh, I love this company so much. Like, <laughs> this is... 
It's being a stardom fan is fun sometimes. Yeah, it's a bizarre experience. Yeah. But we here. Here. The judo bastard is also here. Oh yeah. <laughs> um I still can't get I over know. that. Dude, like that show will not feel real until I'm done watching it, quite frankly. Um Hazuki. We didn't even talk about the fact that it's Hazuki with uh-huh. them. Like that's such a fucking crazy I'm still, we, yeah, well, let's move on. So, after all that, we have a, sh- a show to review. On July 23rd, Starverse presents Five Star GP 2023, supported by SoftBank opening round. They shoved in their weird metaverse thing and an NFT bank in the title, and I love that for them. Um, this was at Ota Ward General Gymnasium, and it drew 1,747 fans, which I believe is the highest opening day attendance uh, for a Grand Prix in history. Although that's kind of that's yeah. kind of changed because they used to do like the weekenders, so they would split the the attendance. I know Yokohama Budokan yeah, did true. like 1,500 one day and 13 the, the next day or whatever. So yeah, it's kind of iffy on that, but it's the highest attended opening day they've ever done. Um, show opened with um a gauntlet match that i uh, well that was a pre-show match i don't think it counts it's fine so we kicked off the actual show with micah beating uh, but but you you we're we're glossing over one huge story beat of the 20 that happened that i'm really not sure which one uh no so in the so at the sendai show like i said and at this show um th- there's been teased a ddm super team now mm. instead of uh instead of the the large medium small team and the ddm team being yeah. separate uh julia was like hey suzu micah y'all should just cut the shit and be homies and you should be homies with me uh that's what the, that alluded to and then may sarah got uh ad- abducted by tecla and uh my sakurai and my sakurai says that she will be her butler now nice. um and may sarah is not totally opposed to this so yeah, basically, it is the tease right now is that there's going to be a, a DDM super team. Um, of the, the Julia is out here trios, making moves the like the Lakers, man. She's just like I yeah, like it. like that's insane. She is LeBron, she which is, is funny because we didn't even Joshi. we didn't even talk about it because D, this is what DDM does. Yeah. Like they create super teams. That's kind of like their entire yeah. thing. This is the first time that they haven't had like this like amalgamation of just like oh this this team here and this singles here and this team here like of it just being like a a multifaceted psychotic you know overpowering group this is the first time that it's not that so julia trying to make a play to make it that again and make her and suzu a team and make micah and suzu get along and make may sarah and tecla you know and and my sakurai be be a little trio down in the undercard uh, that's that's a pretty big development. Obviously, it didn't get further developed because it's a GP show, but I thought that would be interesting to talk about since we're not going to talk about the Sendai show that happened. Um, I just thought I'd mention that. That's and fair. that did follow through with the pre-show because they won. May Sarah got the, the last the win gauntlet. with a dropkick again. Um, she's used that dropkick yep. before. Um, but yeah, that's that's an interesting one. The LeBron of Joshi, is, uh, she, she's getting her assets in gear. Um, the actual then tournament kicked off with a Blue Stars block match. Micah went to two points when she beat Hanan in four minutes with a Mishinoku driver. Um, this was like uh, progressing fine, and then Hanan went for a move and she just spiked on her head, and that was it. And I think that's cool. Yeah. I, I like finishes like that. I thought this was like a very Hanan match, you know, like it felt like one of her old future yeah. matches. Um, so I liked it, you know, it was, it was sub five minutes, but it was, you know, it was just a fun mm-hmm. little match. Also, you didn't mention the uh, the big ceremony 
how did you feel about it compared to like last I could season? understand the pizzazz of it all, but I wasn't like super into it. If that makes sense, I thought I thought it was a bit weak. This is a lot. It was, it was a lot. I, I think yeah. they've done better ones before, but I appreciate all of them frozen in place yeah, in the ring a bit much. in their pose, but, instead of just having them line up yeah. like normal human beings. It was it was a lot, <laughs> but um. I, I appreciate what they were going for. I thought it had a lot of pizzazz, but it didn't hit like the one. I think it was two years ago they they perfected it. Everybody like lining the stage. Like, you're just not gonna beat that. Um so yeah, yeah, they did what they could though. It was nice. The weakest one in a couple of years. Was last year the one where they wore kimonos? Yes. I I, I that was kinda shit. Oh I like that. That was kinda that was nah. Cool. I don't know, I thought it was kinda shit. Yeah. be honest the best one was the triangle derby one which is funny because that's a fake tournament yes um, yes but like With that was behind awesome. the glass yeah behind the glass yeah that was cool. that was really good um but yeah this this was okay um yeah micah got the win just a sudden win and she kicked her tournament off with a strong Out start which is kind of yep. what she needed because uh, i mean she's a lot of people's favorite so getting a strong win on day one was a good way to go yeah totally uh, um and a good decision <laughs> Indeed. Uh, then we had Mariah May in the Blue Stars block going up to two points when she beat Azami in just under seven minutes with the Happily Ever After. So to get the finish again, we had a, a bit of an out of nowhere finish. Azami went for her transition into the armbar and Mariah May just was like, nope, tombstone. And that was awesome. It was a beautiful finish. It was really, really well, well done. done. Um, um, really well done match, match overall. Yes. Uh, yeah, I have to stop doubting Mariah May because I was like, I don't know if she can do the high-speed stuff. And then she was in there doing the, the flash pinfall counters and I was like, okay, yeah, she's 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 fine. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I think there's there was reasonable concern because we, we haven't seen her in a singles role outside of Rena, um, which was a match against Rena, let's be fair, um, in the Cinderella too. So, you know, you don't really see her in like these big-time matches. How long did this one go? Uh, do you have the time on this? Yeah, see, like that's that's a that's a fine like this was just a fine match. It was a really really fun yeah. match in my opinion. This is my favorite match of like the the undercard honestly of the first like five or so. I really like this match actually. Um, because yeah, Mariah kept up with Azumi and Azumi sold her ass off for Mariah. And you know, this was a case of we we talked about that's like oh well we'll see who kind of treats Mariah as a day off, you know, and who treats who had a day off and whatnot and azumi didn't because azumi doesn't really do that so i was i was really to be fair it's day uh, one i don't know if anybody's doing a day off on the opener um that's true so yeah i thought there was this was a really good match and um getting to see more of mariah's moveset was was neat because we don't get Mm. to see a lot of that sometimes um but her just doing the the fucking power bomb to the outside i was like oh damn yeah she's got it she's fine so yeah, this is a good match, a good opener, and uh, Mariah gets off the board, which um, honestly, you can't which even I remember. I predicted, but you did. Oh, yeah, okay. I was like, I don't even remember what I thought was going to happen, but all right. Um, the match after that then was a Red Stars block match. Natsuko Tora went to two points when she beat Ami Sore in just under five minutes with a Swanton Bomb. Uh, Tora's entrance gear was badass. She is Natsuko really Dora good at that Natsuko Tora is stuff. so Kagetsu pilled. Yeah. Very much so, bro. This this match, this match, four references. Yeah. Did you peep that? Four references. So the so the the entrance gear. Well, it's not that much of a reference. It was like that ninja type of gear. It was a bit more extravagant, a bit more like you know nuanced than Kagetsu's was. But it was like that, like with the face cover and the hood, and it was like it looked really cool. She looked phenomenal coming out. Um, and then the match, she used the blue mist specifically. 
she's the Death Valley bomb, yep. the Abyssu drop, and she set that up for her uh, top rope finisher. Which, if you ever watched Kagetsu, that's just what he did. <laughs> like that's just his chain of moves. Um, except the 450 instead of the the Swanton. So yeah, I was really happy with this. Um, this match wasn't anything special. It's really, a nice little hoss I thought that, like, for like yeah, I, I thought Natsuko just kind of like just the, the vibe was there, yeah. right? And that was what was important. Yeah, no, the presentation of Tora has actually been really good lately. I think all of her like just mm -hmm. badass entrance gear is very cool. Um, yeah, her overall her her energy is just really good right now. Um, yeah, she got her tournament off to a hot start, kind of like Micah did. Um, you know, maybe she maybe she's the finalist now. Who knows what the hell they're gonna do? Um, match after that then was the Red Stars block match. Natsupoi went to two points when she beat Starlight Kid with Fairy Magic in seven and a half minutes. Uh, if you've ever watched Natsupoi and Starlight Kid wrestle, they wrestled. This was the same. Uh, they did head drops. And I like head drops. Uh, Kid's mask is terrible. I'm just putting that out there now. I hate it. <laughs> and it, it's it's a shame because like she took a picture without the mask and like the little emoji cover and the, the, her hair looks cute. But it just doesn't. It's Kyle. Fle it's too Kyle just... Fletcher. Like her hair looks like Kyle Fletcher with the way it dangles out like that, and I'm just like, stop it. When when she wears the mask, yes, because because without the mask, she looks like a Rika Tatsumi with it's... the with her haircut now. Uh, but yeah, it's just what what is like. I get the, I get the I get yeah. the idea. It's meant to be like the. Uh... I just don't think it works with long hair. I think that's the issue. Like I don't hate the mask idea. It's just the the hair. Doesn't work with the open. Because it's top. out the top. Yeah. Like that's the that's the difference. It's out I've the seen top. dudes do it, um, and it's and cool because they have shorter. buzz cuts or whatever. But when you have long hair, it's just kind of odd. Um, so yeah, just a, a bit of a miss there from Kid, who's usually very on point with her fashion. Um, yeah, I thought this, like I enjoyed this because I like Natsupoi and her dropping people on their heads is great. But um, I know you were just like I would rather stare at a wall. So. Um, yeah, I, I just I just think I just personally and I understand people enjoying it. Um I just personally don't get a lot out of yeah. kitten pole. You've said this for like two um, years now as well. This isn't like Yeah, no, and it they just keep doing <laughs> yeah. it. Like this isn't a new no. take. It just keeps yeah, happening. That's fair. I uh, I don't blame you. Um the next match then was a blue stars block match. This was Tami Shishta moving up to two points when she beat Mina Shirakawa. Uh, in t just under 13 minutes, I had a bit of a moment there because the website says Utami beat Utami, and I was like, that that's not possible. <laughs> um, so Utami's big change after going to America is finding her hair extensions, and uh, she and her she old whipped gear. out the uh, ace gear, the world <laughs> title gear. I was expecting a new look or a new gear, um, so I was kind of disappointed that she went back to this, but I can see what the intent was with going back to the world champion gear and the world champion hair. This match um, severely yes, concerned we, we can get to that. <laughs> uh, the only other big change was uh, she debuted a new finisher, which is the Shocking Baszler. Uh, she named it this because she learned it from Shayna Baszler uh, while in America. She didn't do it right, so I don't know what it's meant to be. It's like She did it right. She, they yeah, like right. go down for a power bomb, then she turns it and then drops them. Um, so it's it's a gun wrench, and then you like take them to the other side, and then you do a side slam. That was a um, head drop. So she did it right. Drop. Is it not meant to be a power bomb? No, it's style? not. It's not. Oh, no, Basler doesn't do it like that. That that's why I was like that because it, it looked like she messed up a doctor bomb. But then when she said, "Oh yeah, this is Shayna Baszler's move," I was like, "Oh okay, so she just is the it Shayna's or was it just like is part that... of Shayna's technique?" No, it was Shayna's. Because I don't know if no, it, 
No, it was, it was well, I Shayna's finisher. I don't know if it's a direct ripoff uh, or if she's just she... changing it, but I don't know. It's pretty much the same thing. Except Shayna does it as a face drop, and she looks like she's going to yeah. do it as a side slam. So, like, she kind of twists them. Um, what What happened here is that, like, it didn't look like Mina was really, like, letting her lift her very well (laughs) like that was the that was the big difference was because like utami was having a hard time um making it look like powerful so that that was the that was where the issue came in more so than like the move actually going wrong fair i just know it wasn't flawless um so i don't really know if it's a good move or a bad move yet because i don't know what it's supposed to look like um but you know i will wait and see what it looks like because uh a move for a first time is rarely like it will rarely come off well so just keep going at it um mina has dark hair now and yeah she's a sleigh i thought she was really good here i didn't even yeah it's like black i think it's dyed black um yeah, she was good in this though i thought mina was good here obviously because she's great um and utami was back to the um like less power moves more just polished pro wrestling overall um but it was a good match yeah um the match, the style of the match, it looked like Utami just regressed back to 2021 in, like, one fall swoop. You know what I mean? Like, uh, because, and, and we've, I loved her title run 2021, obviously, but she's gotten so much better since then that I was, like, so excited. I was like, okay, now it's time for her to have, like, a big, you know, a big singles uh, run again. But she had this match, and the match just felt like, 2023 Mina against 2021 Utami without Utami's like growth over the past few years. Um, yeah. And that really concerned me because I was like, oh, is that what she does? Like when she's getting put back into that position? Because that's not good. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like if, if 10 years from now she wins a singles championship and she's still wrestling like she did in 2021, that's going to be especially bad. You know what I mean? Like, and Obviously, that's very far out and whatnot, but that Okada strap, yeah, but that and yeah, exactly. That's kind of that's kind of the concern. And Okada, it took him until now to learn, like, oh, maybe I could like do a little bit more, you know, maybe I can like kind of like use this like supremacy and this like character to do something different and a bit better. And that's why he's having a good year this year. Um, Utami's not doing that as of this match, and obviously, it's one match, um, in this five star, it's not like it's this whole thing but i would say the presentation of utami on this show uh concerned me deeply because it it felt like a regression and it felt very out of tune with the great work she's been doing in in recent times the match was fine though like yeah. it wasn't a bad match don't get me wrong uh but it, it was just, even like you know. when we were tired of her being pushed it was never that she was no. bad so like she's never gonna be bad. Like that's like Utami isn't capable of being a bad wrestler. Um, but yeah, it, it this was such a departure from the Utami who threw bombs with Mayu in that uh, tournament yeah, match last year, exactly. which I think is what we all expected we were gonna get. Um, now that she was back to being pushed, we were gonna get a renewed energetic Utami throwing these bombs. Um, but she's not really doing because like that. even the layout um, was similar because like. Mina would get the offense, Utami would sell, and then she would get a retaliation lariat or a retaliation power slam, and that's the entire match. You know, like Mina throwing everything at her, Utami throwing like three things at her, and then winning. 
uh, because Utami's moves are just more powerful. That was like the entire gimmick of her 2021 title reign. Um, and I don't think I want that right now. <laughs> I think I want Utami to be like, uh, I, I want her to be more developed, which she is. Uh, so yeah, this this match left a bit to be desired from me. I know um, some some I had some friends who watched this that haven't watched Stardom very much in recent years, uh, very religiously. They, they said this was the only match that kind of disappointed them because it kind of felt like a match they'd seen before almost. Um, right. And yeah, I, I don't even fully disagree because uh, Mina did good. Like obviously, like Mina Mina was fine, but yeah, it was definitely a there was something missing here from Utami's work yeah i mean even like the cage match crew isn't super high on it it's like 7.8 which is you know pretty low good, for a new Tommy the range. Match. it's kind of the range the it's the range i'm at which was it was really it was very good but not great um just fine but uh yeah i think the big thing to me is that <laughs> utami's like ace gear and like world champion look is such a step back from the cool short hair gold and red i think the golden Golden red gear is her best. To one. be fair, I think that so, I think the extensions are just a five star thing. Um, I would imagine. Hope so, but like even the gear when she does like the the. No, I agree. I think I think red, her new it's not so as good better. as the gold. Yeah, so it's uh, it's an interesting step. So, but I don't I like I don't know if she's gonna keep it or if it was just a shock value thing. It's but, funny. Uh, I you know. am usually so against change in so many ways. This is the one time where I'm like begging her to change because <laughs> I know that she's I know that she like. You know, it's not even changed. It's just like be you almost. Like that's what you're asking for. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that was that match. Very good match. Um. The next match then was a Blue Stars block. It was Momotanabe moving up to two points when she beat Mirai in just under ten minutes with a Peach Thunder. Uh, Momotanabe is back. We have so never back. been more back. She's this so was back. great. <laughs> for a for a brief period, this was the best match of the tournament. Um, yeah, <laughs> Mariah. Mariah was awesome. I had a moment here where I was like, "Okay, Mariah is special." Um, oh, she's so good. She's untouchable. Because I know Momo... what you mean. I, I, yeah. I obviously, I've, I've been on the Mariah train for a while, but like at some point in this match, I was just like, "This is, this is the, this is Mariah on that level, right? This is, this is the Mariah that you want to see at all times." And she, you know, she's good, like any time, pretty much outside of when she's tagging with Ami. Um, she's quite good, but like just this match, I was like, these both of them are so gonna have a good tournament because uh, this was a great match. Yeah, sorry. Um, like, no, it's okay. Uh, this was like everything that was great about Momo's big matches mixing in with Mirai because Momo was always good at the yeah we're gonna like uh, kill each other kind of thing. Yeah, and she was she was really killing Mirai here. Like uh, all the all of her signatures were clean. Uh, the finish was sick, um, and yeah, Mirai was just throwing them lariats like she does and trying to maul this woman. It was, she lariat the great bat match. out of Momo's hands, which yeah. was so beast. Like, cause I feel like that was like that was the fear. Like that was one of the fears was that Momo was just gonna be the the softball player uh, of the tournament. But when Mirai like knocked it out of her hand as hard as she could, and it went flying across the arena. Like that was when I was like, okay, I can like, I could invest here because <laughs> it was, and then from there it was it was equally as great. So yeah, I thought this was a really 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 great match. Uh, one of my favorites from the night. Yeah, that, I mean, sub ten minutes is the sprint. You can never go wrong. Um, the next match also then the was kick. a 
can't forget the punt kick. Oh yeah, she went crazy. Mobile kicks, it's just it's it's over for everybody. Um, next match then was a Red Stars block match. Uh, Siri went up to two points when she beat Suzu Suzuki with the Vermilion World in eleven minutes. And you know how I said Momo versus Mirai was like briefly the best match of the tournament? Yeah, Siri said that's mine. <laughs> Siri and Suzu yeah, immediately. immediately put on the... This is going to be tough to beat for the best match of the tournament. Like, this yeah. rocked. This was absurd. Suzu... I mean, this is, a, this is match. This is one of the best... This is the best tournament match I've seen all year. Like, it, it beat out wow. the best match of Best of Super Juniors. And I loved Best of Super Juniors this year. Right? But this, like, this beat out that. So, That's yeah, crazy. this is the best tournament match of the year. I loved how it went, though, because it was like Suzu was going right off the blocks, trying to get at Siri, which kind of fits what they've done with her recently, because she's been the one stirring the pot with the mm-hmm. generational struggle. She, of all people, should be adamant to try and beat Siri. But it was just interesting to see her just completely rush Siri, take the fight to Siri, and then having to see Siri like wrestle it back from her. When I say wrestle, I mean she tried to kick this girl into next week. Um, it was just crazy. So violent. A lot of big, big spots. Great kickouts. Um, I thought it was really they neat. They did that. double KO tease, which I yeah. was like, I was a really big fan of because I thought it was like, I could see them doing a double knockout here because yeah, they honestly. beat the fuck out of each other. Um, Suzu at one point did her signature apron. German suplex, but nobody caught Siri. Mm. So Siri just fell, yeah. and it was awesome. Um, and then the good thing is that Siri needed her super finisher to beat Suzu. This wasn't just yeah. the A tier finisher. This wasn't her best of the best finisher. Um, I think that was a really important thing as well for Suzu is that it took a world championship winning move to to put her down. Yeah, totally. I mean, she needed the. The Shuri world, the Vermilion world, the Shusikai, if you will. Um, yeah, I thought this was just so good. Like, it was just, like, unreasonably good. Because, uh, like, just the start, like, the early, like, when a, when the match started, that's when I was like, okay, we're we're here, right? Uh, and you kind of expect Shuri and Suzu to be able to carry that uh, through, right? Like, carry the vibe um, through to the finish. And they more than, they they, like, exceeded it. 11 minutes of just like beautifully done pro wrestling like this i'm so happy they proved me right by saying this was like one of the one of the matches of the tournament that like you you have to look out for um because it was like it was just so absurdly good um everything just kind of mixed well together you know i mean like everything just flowed perfectly and I did like the I did like all the kicks because it also kind of put over Suzu right because uh, Shuri started kicking the hell out of her and then Suzu was like you know what I can kick you too and then she started kicking her back and I was like see like you don't see Suzu like emphasize on the kicks that much like she she kicks people like plenty but she doesn't emphasize on it that much this is where you kind of realize it's like oh she could kick a motherfucker too that's cool you know what I mean and I thought that was a that was a perfect way to kind of put her over in that sense. Uh, this was this was such a great showing for Suzu, and Shuri's just back to being, you know, on another level, as as they say. So oh. yeah, loved this match. It was definitely my favorite of the night. Um, it's in the top ten of the year for me uh, of just matches. It was just really really good. Wow. Okay, that's crazy. How blessed are we that we got this match on Sunday, and then earlier today, uh, Sari and Arisa Nakajima had their preview tag and battered the fuck out of each other. Wrestling is so back. Sari came back and the entirety of wrestling said, okay, we're we're ready. 
They've powered up. They did the whatever you call it from Dragon Ball Z. They powered up. They yelling. went Super Saiyan. They're, they went Super Saiyan. They're yelling. They are yellow. The entirety of wrestling and Joshi is going Super Saiyan. Because we got this, and we got that great Sari match. And uh, d things are just great. Oh, Honestly, and, and one other thing great. about this match. The fucking thud on the buzzsaw kick. Gnarly, bro. Absurd. It was like nasty. It was one of those match. It was yeah. one of those moves where I was like, "Oh, you know, like like you actively like kind of like like jump back, like that's that's fucked." <laughs> and it was it was so good. I oh man, I cannot say enough good things about this match. Uh, like I said, it was a it was it was a perfect eleven minutes of wrestling. It, it wasn't like yeah. the greatest match ever. Like you know, I the the way I rate matches, and I'm not gonna get into it too much, is like it has to have like so much more than just being like uh, technically perfect. But this was just technically perfect uh in in pretty much every way it was so good this reminded me of like matches that first brought suzu to my attention mm. um because i don't know if you remember she had that sprint with Scushi. um that I, was very similar I, I to this um and th like this reminded me of the matches that really made me think oh suzu is awesome because i didn't love ice ribbon at the time but i was really into suzu um and it was because of matches like this where she would have them with Skushi and uh, she kind of had one with Sukasa, but that was a bit more of a Sukasa match than uh Suzu match. But, you know, this was the kind of stuff that she's been good at for a while. And doing it opposite Siri, who is, you know, on her day, one of the best wrestlers on the planet. It's, uh, yeah, it was always going to be a recipe that, for greatness. I think that Sukushi versus uh, Suzu match was one of the only Ice Ribbon matches like I, I watched. Like ever, not oh, ever. Yeah. Like since then, I've, I've watched a bit more. But like, yeah, that that was one of the one of the first matches I saw from Ice Ribbon. Because I remember yeah. being suggested it. It, it really a... like caught people's attention because it was just a a violent little sprint, um, which Scushi was very good at. To be fair to her, um, but yeah, that was an awesome match. Going to be tough to beat for best match of the tournament. Um, we had a bit of a come down then, you know. Just we we had to, you know, you have to give people a rest after Siri versus Suzu. And Mayu versus Hazuki <laughs> in the Red Stars block. Mayu moved to two points when she won in 13 minutes with a two-stage dragon suplex. Um, yeah, I mean, this was a great match. Uh, it was never going to live up to Siri versus Suzu. Uh, but, like, it was it was the best of Hazuki. It was the best of Mayu. Mayu just treating anybody with disdain nowadays is great. Like she's she started kicking people in the face just because, and I'm here for it. Uh, so yeah, this this was this was fantastic. Um, but it was never it was never gonna be as good as Siri versus Suzu. See, I I love this more than a lot of, a lot of people did actually, uh, unsurprisingly. Um, yeah, I thought this was phenomenal. Uh, the Hazuki white and gold gear. It is time. It is time to give uh -huh. this woman a belt. Please, um, yeah, this was just a really fun match. And one early stage thing was Mayu. She uh did it. She was doing open hand chops for some reason. She was just she was just feeling it. She was just feeling it. Uh, and Lucha. and she she went for an open hand chop in the corner, but she missed. She whiffed and like slapped Hazuki in the stomach, and Hazuki just fucking crumbled. He wasn't expecting it, and Mayu was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." <laughs> like, like she, in that in that moment, the despite, despite her being like, more. I, yeah, she's, she's so like, evil. she's like, I'm sorry, I gotta redo that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is beautiful. And I thought, I thought they just work so well together, right? I thought that the uh, the 
the suicida spots, like the uh, Mayu cut one off with an uppercut, just just a straight up uppercut uh, to a flying Hazuki, which was yeah. insane. Um, you know, Hazuki did a really good suicide as well. Uh, there was just a lot of fun stuff here. And Hazuki, she's one of my favorite wrestlers to kick out at one. Like, I know that it's cliche, but like, her getting hit with the one step dragon suplex and kicking out at one and just being like, yeah, yeah, nah, fuck you. Do your, do your actual finish to me. <laughs> do your actual finish to me right now, or I'm kicking out at one. Like, I love that so much. I just thought this match was phenomenal. Um, I will say, when I was watching it and I saw Mayu win, I was like, it is so funny that she is, she somehow broke the 10 year curse because she didn't want to defend out of GP belt. Yes. Like the second that somebody said, Hey, after I beat you on the first day, cause everybody beats you on the first day. How about we, we wrestle for the IWGP belt? And Mayu's like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, we ain't doing that. And then Utami came out and ruined that bit. But I thought it was a, I thought it was a funny thing regardless. Love Mayu. Um, yeah, the, of course, the one time we were like, yeah, it'd be a real upset if she won, and then she wins, because, of course. Um, yeah, the next match then was a Blue Stars block match. Uh, both Julia and Siori Anu earned a single point after the match went to a 15-minute time limit draw. Um, I feel like I am very much one of the few people who isn't raving about this. I thought it was great. Oh, okay. It was okay. like a yeah, great yeah, fight. I'm, I'm not as... But I don't see the... I don't think it's like an amazing match. I thought Yukihi Julia did everything better. Um, there was just too much crowd brawling. I was like, just, just like fight, get in the ring, fight. Like there was this. See, and the issue was was that there was crowd brawling, and that was fun. But then they got in the ring and didn't do anything. Like that's how I felt about well, it. Uh, and I even yeah. I, I talked to Scott briefly on Ring Post Radio. That's like, um, basically what happened was they did a bunch of shit that was really dope on the outside. You know, she was bleeding. It was like this whole thing. It was a really like cool, like visual, especially like the vibe was there. But then they got in the ring and were like, "Okay, how much more time until the draw?" Okay, Julia special. Let's just let's just get let's just get to the draw. And I was like, "Dude, you could do so much more with this time, or do a double knockout. Like double knockouts are cool. That would have been perfect for this type of match, right? Like you don't have to just like twiddle your thumbs until the until the finish, which is a, a 15 minute draw." And I also felt like they still did the Julia cliches for no reason, right? Like, am I, like we're not as bad. Like, you don't need we're not as, like, as no. As but bad. I was just like, is this necessary right now? <laughs> like, I was just like, can we just like actually do a wrestling match? I thought it was a good match. I thought it was probably it was top five of the night. I don't. I think would that's say like top, to, yeah, top four to probably. I would say, um, yeah, top yeah. four or five. Uh, but I, I just, yeah, I wasn't too crazy about mm-hmm. it relative to the other matches. I thought it was fun. Um, Julia's closed fist punch. I peeped this on commentary. They called it the Italian hook. Oh, that's cool. Is, I like kind that. Of, I kind of dig it. Yeah, because she likes throwing that throwing that closed fist, and it's cool they have a name for it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there was some there was some really cool spots in this. There was some really cool stuff in it, but I definitely thought the match itself kind of uh, it just really fell off near the end, and I just didn't really uh, see a lot from it. I guess. Yeah, it's honestly... It was a good match, though, obviously. It's, it's one of those... Like, it was a great match, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's one of those that will yeah. probably benefit from uh, more time and also a feud. Like, they haven't touched before. Um, whereas if they went into this with a bit more build-up... Like, if this was a title match and they hated each other, I think they could have done a lot more than they did. Um, so, like, I feel like it's one that if they did again, they would do way better. Um 
this was just kind of a nice little teaser of what they could do. Because if you give them something to actually grip onto, and then go into the match, and then give them time to like build it up the way they want to, I think they could have done great stuff. But uh, it was just a bit. There was just a bit too much crowd brawling, and then when they got in the ring, didn't keep that intensity as high. Um, yeah. But it was still great. I will say, uh, Anui, Anui, what the fuck? I don't know why I said like I know why. Am I calling oh, her I... a Simone? No. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Anu, <laughs> she uh she started bleeding and like she felt the blood and she like kind of like looked like, you know, uh touched it a little bit and then she starts smiling i was like oh i love her <laughs> she's psycho and oh, she's i like great. that and that's she's cool. awesome um yeah i mean i mean one of the one of the first anu matches i ever saw was her bleeding buckets and oz right and that was kind of like yeah oh, that man. was kind of like visually speaking that was like such a a big moment mm-hmm. for her even if the match wasn't phenomenal it was a it was a good match i enjoyed it but it wasn't like this you know but her just bleeding buckets in the all white gear was just like such a, a moment for her, and yeah, it, it's it's cool. She's one of those people that's like it's cool to see her bleed in a in a weird way. That sounds weird, but it, it's just how wrestling wrestling. She doesn't emote, sorry. so I feel like, like bleeding <laughs> is the only way you can almost tell. Yeah, I think I think that's part of it. Is that it's like oh my god, she's yeah. human. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of there's a beauty yeah. to that. Uh, definitely, which is why I think they could have done so much more um, if they had time yeah, or whatever. No, I agree. Um, I also realized Julia. Julia's in her cowboy era, um, and also she is she is really touching on cultural appropriation, isn't she? Like, I, dude, Scory yeah. has been saying this for it's, years. <laughs> he's like, he's like, can we stop? Like, I, I am, I am obviously pasty as hell, but even I am pretty sure yeah. uh, unnaturally frizzy or curly hair is like a no no. Um, no, I mean, there's permed hair. Right, I'm I'm cool with perm hair. I think I think perm hair looks cool on a lot of people, especially people yeah. of color. Like I don't, you know, like I think that I think it's 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 fine personally. I'm not the speaker for all black people here, but you know, I, I have no issue with perm hair. But it, Julia sometimes a bit much. inches yeah. the line. That, yeah, you know, with the braids and the it's perm, having both. it's having both the, that like, made me go. I I feel like yeah. you're, you're really asking for trouble here. <laughs> And like the vibe, kind of just like sometimes I was like, "You're," I feel like you're trying to, you're trying something here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I don't know if I like that, but no, yeah, it's it's. I'm not one to get upset about that sort of thing, but you know, also I'm, I'm half black and I'm a dude, so like I don't have the, you know, the yeah. skin in the game as much as as people who genuinely get you know, flack for wearing their hair like that for the, for the black women who do, who aren't allowed to wear their hair like that, not to get too into it, but you know, like that, that's, that's where the, the issue comes up. Um, so I don't have the personal experience of that, but it, it is, it, 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 it crossed, it inches yeah. the line sometimes for sure. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> uh, the gear is an odd one. Uh, it has DDM uh, written on like the brown parts, but it's, yeah. I don't know if they're actually brown or purple because Pictures make it look purple. They're brown and purple. Yeah, it's brown like, and they purple. They look purple in sure. pictures, but the the video on the pay per view made it look brown. She looked like Shawn Michaels circa like two thousand and three. Um, yeah, oh, it was pants. really bad. Um, Sorry. <laughs> and yeah, it was. An, it, it, this was such a bad show for the fashionistas because like her and Kate are usually on point with the gear, but I wasn't feeling these ones. You know, I 
I don't dislike Julia's gear. I think it's like an interest. I don't think it's like great. But I think it's interesting. Compared to her usual level, because she has some great yeah. gear. But I, I think this is a real step. Down. It is really a shame because, uh, because I believe I thought Azumi was prepping new gear for this tournament, and she just didn't debut it here. Yeah. So that was that was a bit, you know, that was that was disheartening because I, I thought, oh man, I'm super excited for new Azumi gear, um, but she didn't wear anything. Yeah, definitely not a great fashion show on this one. No. Um, except for Hazuki, I would say Hazuki, and hers is just not it's scope. just the Hazuki. Yeah. Okay. Not. Goes, uh... The, oh, wait till Tai 2019 wins again, baby. Like, let's be real here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mariah did debut new gear, but it's it was very yeah. similar to her old gear to me. Um, I thought it looked, it, nice, it looked yeah, it good. Just... Yeah, it looked good. Um, yeah. yeah, she was one of the few that debuted new gear that wasn't a bit of a, a step down. It's um, funny because that... me, me and Scott actually were like, he, Scott was like, this is going to sound weird to anybody who doesn't get it because we were texting. He's like, but I know you will, Dylan. I need some new gear and I need it to look good for this tournament. Just cause I, I, cause just cause that's a nerdy thing that I feel like a lot of Joshi wrestling fans like care about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. like, it's just like, Oh, I just want, I just want, I just want the gear to look cool. Cause it always mm-hmm. looks cool. But like, you know, it, there's just a certain aspect to it. That's really dope. Um, but yeah, not a great show for that. Unfortunately. No, very upsetting. Um, speaking of upsetting <laughs> our yeah. main event Sam Nakano beats Sayaka Matani in eight minutes via referee stoppage. Um, this was later confirmed to be that Saya had dislocated her elbow and suffered ligament damage. Uh, so it was oh, ended. I didn't hear about the ligament damage. Yeah, so it's it's both uh, a dislocated elbow and the ligaments. Um, so this was called off after she did a dive off the the kind of scaffolding that was holding up the stuff above the ring. Um, and it's a very mundane dive. I think yeah. was the cuz I I like I didn't watch this I didn't watch this match as it happened. I watched it after. I was like what crazy shit did she do to get hurt? It wasn't uh, much it was of just, anything. Yeah, there was there was less safe bumps just before it. Um she does that dive like every match in yeah. some way. So I you was know? just like I was like dude, how did she get hurt on that one? Um but you know, like that's just wrestling. It might have just been the narrow fall, you know. What I mean, Could like be, the way yeah. that, like it, just the the way the rate that she fell, um, she dived, not even fell. Yeah. But yeah, it 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 was another one of those cases, and it's like this happens a million times in wrestling, where it's like people will be like, "Oh, stop doing all your high spots, you're you're gonna get injured." And then it's like, even though this was a high spot, it's never the like crazy shit that gets you injured, right? No. Like it's it's always the stuff that you've done dozens if not a hundred plus times that you know maybe you you take it up to a little bit of a higher level that fucks you up you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and this was a case of that because th- this wasn't no dante martin being a psychopath and just crumbling his leg because of it this was just saya doing her dive the exact same way she does her dive basically every single match but something going wrong and it, it was really a shame when it happened i was fucking scared yeah. She wasn't moving you know, for a while. That brings me to another thing I wanted to discuss. Because it happened okay. in the post-match promo too. I'm gonna need Joshi fans sometimes to just take a breath and wait for somebody who speaks the language to give us an update. Because yes. first people were like, oh my god, is Saya paralyzed? Like, what's happening? And I can understand being upset about Saya. 
then it was like, oh, did Utami leave Queen's Quest? Did, did, what the fuck is wrong with Utami? And we just had that like three weeks ago where everybody thought Utami left Queen's Quest and she was just going to America. And I'm just like, can people just like breathe once? Like when, no. when something is happening <laughs> and you don't speak the language, don't speak. <laughs> you don't know what's happening. So I just, I remember getting so annoyed. I was like, guys, can you just like calm down? I think minute. I think that's fair. I think that's fair for the for the promo stuff. Yeah. But I think for the I think for injuries because nobody I, like I don't I don't think any Japanese person could tell that oh it's it's, they an, it's an it to arm injury. Apparently they announced the venue. Did yeah, they? somebody was saying they had said in venue that it was an elbow thing. See, I I just I just heard it from Tokyo Sports. Yeah. That's I don't know because I, I think was that after the after the thing. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure somebody no. said like that they had said to the to the audience what it was. Um, even still, like I feel like there was just a lot of doom and gloom. It was like guys, like just calm down a bit. Um, so I don't know. That was my thing. I was like, can everybody just calm down? If we don't speak the language, I don't calm down. Like if you don't speak the language, there's no need to act like you have an idea of what's going on. It happens a lot. People are like, oh my god, this is happening, and then the actual reality is like very different. Um, and that happened here twice in the space of five minutes. Yes. So that's what annoyed me. Um, but anyway, after the match was when we had world crumbling down. Uh, so Tam was speaking on the microphone. Lights went off. This was the most realistic lights go off segment in wrestling history because instead of standing around waiting, Tam was like, hey, put the lights back on. Can we put the lights back on? Um to be fair, I think I think that's also a case of us not speaking Japanese because that has happened before. Like Cody Rhodes has done that before, and it sounded really cheesy and corny. <laughs> Where like the lights go off, he's like, "Okay, who, what? Phil, did you? Are you ribbing me?" And then he gets attacked. And I was like, "Oh, I don't know. Bro, it's, it's bro. a lot but better." I, I I do agree. I thought it was a cool. Um, I thought it was a good. Spot. And when the lights came up, we had uh, Megan Bain in the ring. Um... Satnam Singh. Sorry. <laughs> so. I've been big on Megan Bain since I first watched her in in Beyond because they, they did a very good job with her, um, and I was I was like she's gonna be it eventually, um, but I thought it would be America that scooped her up, and I'm really surprised. You I'm surprised think. that none of the NWA, Impact, AW, or WWE didn't see, see this woman and go yes. See, you know the thing is, is that I always get and this is don't nobody get give me flack for this i know it's it's a white woman thing but i always get her confused with uh ashley dambois so i thought she was signed but that's dambois could not that was be signed, more different. and not it's an odd one yeah one is like a dancer yeah. and wrestler and one is a a tall like bodybuilder <laughs> you, you know what's funny also is um i always rave about the dark match but i saw it aw Mm-hmm. Uh, with Emi Sakura, Maki Ito, and Willow Nightingale. Yeah. Emi's tag team partner was Megan Bain. <laughs> oh, right. That's crazy. Um, yeah, she was actually getting a run in AEW. Um, yes. Then she got injured. Um, but yeah, she's... And then Dark went away, so now she just... Yes. Yeah. Um, so she's somebody that I've had my eyes on for a while. It was like, she has all the tools. Like, she's tall as hell. Has a gimmick. Works to the gimmick. Clearly has charisma. Like, is as is easy you can be as a wrestler like you know pro wrestling 101 is to sign her and push her um so i thought she'd get signed in america before long we were saying she had a tier one deal in aw for her injury so i don't know what happened there but uh clearly she's not with aw anymore 
So I'm, I'm happy Stardom picked her up. I think she's another one who could. And um, if she sticks around and if it like works, then it could be a big deal in, in Joshi Sphere. Because, I mean, Joshi 101 is tall monster lady from a different country. Like, is the yep. most age-old trope. Monster Ripper. Monster Ripper. Reggie Bennett. You know, like, yeah. Kaylee like, Hatred. Pretty much. In this, in this same Hatred. country. Or, alpha in, female. In the same company. Sorry, not country. <laughs> in the same company, Hayley Hatred and, and fucking Alpha Female. Like, tall woman eats people up is a tale as old as time. And uh, Megan Bain is one of the very best ones to tell that with, because she is quite good at looking like a star. Um... How she works in Japan? I don't know. I okay. Megan Bain being here, cool. Stardom, we need to have a discussion. <laughs> not not about not about the injury thing because I I thought it was like a weird timing thing, but it just you have to do it right. That's that's how timing works. Um, but nobody knows the people you're debuting. Like, especially Japanese, like, there's no reason for a Japanese fan to know who Megan Bain is, or who Xena was, or who any, you know, foreigner that has come in is. Uh, so, I just don't get why they don't advertise it beforehand, so that people can, like, be like, oh, okay, so that's who it is. Instead of making it, like, this big shock, which this, I guess, made sense in a way, but... I think I, I still think back to Xena, right? Where it's like Xena was quite good. I enjoyed Xena's run. But I think it would have been a lot better if Mina said, hey, I'm bringing in a couple friends for Club Venus. And then the cars came out and it's like, oh, they're going to debut in the Cinderella tournament. This is Xena. She works here, here. Instead of during the the thing that's happening, you have to look up like, who the fuck is this? What, what's going on? That's who that. OK, what's going And you're like trying to like figure out what's like. I don't get the appeal of that. If the crowd isn't going to know who the person is, which they aren't because they're independent wrestlers from overseas who aren't particularly like popular. Like, I mean, Megan Bain had a following, but like, she's not this like upstart that everybody knows about. Right. Just announce her beforehand and be like, Oh, this is like a thing now. Cause I, I feel like this spot, always feels underwhelming. And that's why I kind of yeah. compare it to Satnam Singh. Because it's like, if you just said, hey, uh, there's this there's this giant Indian dude who used to be a great baseball player who's going to kill people now, uh, or even just did that in a more natural way than just lights go out, and then this 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 person's here. I, I, think, I think there's better ways to do it, personally. But that's just me. I don't know. I feel like it's pretty standard pro wrestling. I mean, if somebody looks the part, it'll work. I mean, Megan Bain is a. I tall think I might woman. just be tired of exes. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> Listen, I don't know, but I I feel like she's one of those who you watch get over. You don't need to wait for her to get over. That's such a WWE fan mindset of like, well, if they're a star, you can't do anything with them. And I'm like, well, yeah, but then they're never gonna be one. Well, no, um, but I I look at it as like. And this this is just and not to, and this is a back in my day type of argument, but like I think about like yeah. fucking Jamie Hader, right? Who just came in for a tour and then tour like turned on ha on Hanakamura and joined Oedo Tai, and that was like her big moment. 
but it's like she it's just like okay yeah she's a foreigner she's coming in she's gonna do something and then she has the moment and then it's huge right i think that's way more fun because well, it's like, I feel like the it kind of has that of allure to big, it big tall foreign woman destroying the world champion is is enough like when you think about it she just mauled their top baby face like you know i feel like there's a big thing to have done because it immediately puts bane in the spotlight since they want her to sell tickets to a an eddie on arena show kind of have no choice but to go big um my question was like i don't know how the match quality is gonna work because oh no like i feel like her and tam might be the most hype 3.5 star match ever because like she's a good wrestler in that she works to what she does how does that work in Japan, number one? And number two, after her long-term injury? Because I haven't seen her since she came back from injury. Like, that was a bad injury, you know? Yes, Those things can really affect people. So, I'm, I'm very curious about Bane and how she works out. But I feel like she's got all the tools to be a big player in stardom. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not anti-Bane whatsoever. Um, like, I'm excited to see what she does. But it, it is... The fear is that she's a bit, she's going to be put on, her getting a red belt match out, out the out the gate is a bit wild. Like, I get the, like, that's like a very old school stardom type of way to do it, and I get it, and I'm not against it, Um, but it is one of those cases where it's like, uh, how how are we going to work with her, right? Like, yeah. and, and that, that kind of entails a lot of things, because it's like, she came out with Utami, right? And... In a kind way, of. and okay, but but here here's the thing. So what happened was, and this is, I, I obviously at first I was a lot more like you said, like everybody was a bit more like, hey, what the fuck's going on? I don't like this. This is weird. Um, but in after watching it back, she got Utami booed. Like Utami got booed for Megan Bain being there. But then people laughed, <laughs> like. Yes, but okay. but I I don't I'm not saying that this is like world ending for Utami. I'm just very interested in like what we were doing here. I get well, that it was just an easy what they were and, and doing I, is they wanted Utami to challenge Mayu, and they wanted the Japanese fans to know that Megan had just asked for a world title match. I think it's that easy. Yeah, I think it was just a case of hey, we'll have somebody translate this. Um, See, and and this is this is. Obviously, it doesn't work because of like the situation. But Utami was basically just Julia. Like this is this is that's such a Julia spot for her to be in. Yes. And like even even in hindsight, the fact that she had to be like, yeah, she she like jumped in my bag. I don't know. She followed me. Like <laughs> that that's crazy. crazy. She acted <laughs> that's like crazy. This was a stray pup that had followed her home. She was like, yeah, this in tall gear. this tall lady just like followed me back. She looks badass though. I think she should get a title match. Why not? Um, it was very funny. But yeah, like th that felt like such a, a Julia spot. Um, but Tommy's the one who went overseas, so Tommy's the one who brought her back. So I get it. But I think I think character wise, it kind of was like, okay, so Utami, the ace of the company, uh, accidentally brings in a big bad foreign heel to face the most popular wrestler in the company. Um, she gets booed for it, but it's not actually her fault, kinda. And now there's two major championship matches. <laughs> but in fairness, they have distanced Utami from Megan. They've announced 
out of the car. That, that's what I mean, and that um, that's that's the that's the even that's the even funnier part is that it's like now it's just they're not even. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like separated. Tommy's promo and the, even the backstage comments were never like we're oh she's with me. It was always yeah she's here and I'm doing the talking for her because she like followed me. That's it. Never felt like more. Um, okay, but can I can I say this? What? That's kind of dumb. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's come on, it's a stardom. Yeah, <laughs> not stardom yeah. without one thing I, I, that makes I you never... raise your eyebrow. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You're right. I concede. So, um, I thought it was fine. I like Megan. I like being shocked uh, sometimes. Um, and I thought, you know, Tommy's line was funny. I got a, I got a laugh out of it. Um, that was just like a perfect storm for just like a bad live reaction. Yes. In from fairness, especially these pay per view crowds are dead anyway. Who cares? Um, no, I thought I thought until until the side injury, Elder Ward was killer kinda, on the show. Kinda, it was better than usual. I'll give them that. I mean, start. But let's be frank. Stardom has terrible fucking crowds, yes. or they just don't they just mic do. them properly, which is also a it's also possible. Um, yeah, I mean, I I thought it was fine. Uh, and Utami, to leave it out, she challenged Mayu. And even if the segment had been bad, Mayu saved it by just being Mayu. She was just standing there, like, measuring her height to Megan from the ramp, judging whether or not <laughs> she wanted to get in. Um, then she did her Kanbanwa, you know, her everybody yeah. I'm here. She turns around, realizes she is walking slightly towards Megan, and just loops to Utami. <laughs> you wanted none of Megan Bain. She's like, I've, 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 I've experienced yeah. big motherfuckers like you before. She, <laughs> we yeah. ain't doing like, that she again. She wanted none of Megan Bain. It was hilarious. Um, and yeah, Mayu was like, oh, you want my belt? Sure, cool. And uh, yeah, both matches have been now been made official for Edion Arena number one. Um, yeah, they really threw the entire tournament into disarray here because... Tammy went yeah. from the favorite to win to, oh, well, she's challenging Mayu. Is she going to win both? Does she only win one? Does she lose to Mayu and then win the tournament? Would they really do that? Who the hell knows? And also, Megan Bain is here now, and she's a big deal. So, like, I have no idea. And also, Saya is injured. And also, Saya is out. One of the favorites <laughs> to win and or be in the final is out of the entire tournament. It's been officially announced, like, she's out. Every match is forfeited. She's actually out of the Dream Tag Festival as well. I suspect we won't see her until Dream Queendom at, at the earliest. Yeah. Um, so everything was Hopefully. thrown in the air. Um, now, do I still have Utami as my favorite to win? Yes. Um, is that less clear than it was? I don't know if I do. <laughs> Yes. So um, I don't know. I, we're in, we're, we're, they really made everything interesting. Because... So. Like if it was if it was just Megan Bain, and Utami did not challenge, uh, Mayu, this would like be so much more clear that she's yeah. challenging, right? Because she just had this big motherfucker come in and beat up Tam. She did. So obviously it's it's building yeah. to something. Okay, but I'm saying that if like the way that it Kinda. was laid out, right? She is anti Tam. In this situation, yes, but it it makes a clear. A clear uh, adversarial relationship in the current day between Utami and Tam, right? Even though, oh, she just followed me, and oh, I'm just kind of talking for. Still, you know, she watched and giggled while Tam got her ass beat. Like that—that's enough for it to be like, okay, there's some sort of link there. Uh, you know, that's enough to build a match. Not—it's not, not going to build a match, but it's—it's it's something. Um, 
But then she challenged Mayu, and she either has to win or lose that match because it's a 60 minute time limit. Well, my idea so, is that she might win, and then they do. I've seen your idea. Yeah, because I. I don't like your idea. I feel like, like <laughs> I've said this for a while. I, I feel like they really want to just unify those belts. Um, so that's the best way to do it is Utami beats Mayu and then beats Tam. But ultimately, it's Mayu Utani. I think she could lose to Mayu and still win the tournament um, and just beat Tam because Tam has never beaten Mayu in a big match, to my knowledge. So I feel like you can lose to Mayu and then just win against Tam. Um, or she takes both belts or she doesn't win the tournament. I, I mean, either one is a reality. But um, they just threw it in the air. But I feel like they could do a two-title match if they wanted, um, or she could just lose. I think it would be fine. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I went from being very certain Utami was winning when she wasn't at the opening conference to uh, very unsure. Yeah. I have no idea. It's it's That's the best way to be. Yeah, and I mean... <laughs> For the Suzu and Micah fans out there, this is the this is this is the most likely Christmas. Yeah. Um, though for the Suzu fans out there, a problem arises that if she does make it to the finals, um, she's gonna look like such a chump when she loses because she's gonna have no final day match. She's gonna be fresh going into the last match against realistically someone who's already gotten their ass beat because everybody has rough final days right like utami has julia julia has utami mariah has or you know, Micah you know has who Mo- had this happen you know, like before oh. you know who's had this happen momo watanabe did yeah. momo not have that anyway. last day match because that was against no, because it was meant to be julia yeah. and julia was out so it's crazy. Sometimes, years. sometimes watching, sometimes thinking about 2021 Momo, it's wild how much of a chump she was made to be. Like even even though she That's had some of her, wrestling. even though she had some of her best performances that year, like she was just such a loser, <laughs> and they yeah. made sure you knew it. Well, yeah, that's how that works. Though, um, anyway, we should probably move on. Um, so we are going to start and try and continue our running tally. Dylan, what are your top three favorite matches of the tournament so far? Three, two, start one. With, uh, um, yeah, three, two, one. I will run. Uh, number three is Momo versus Mirai. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a big part of it was just like the the mystique of like, oh, Momo's like really here because um, she yeah. hasn't been, you know, and she she rarely is. Uh, yeah, it's it's it, that was a really good match, but that's number three for me. Um, my number three is Mayu Hazuki. Mm. I think just just about. It's it's probably a tie between that and Anu versus Julia, to be honest. Mm. But you'll just give the nod to Mayu Hazuki. Gee, my my number two is Mayu versus Hazuki. Um, <laughs> right. Obviously, I'm a big I'm a big fan of both of them. I thought it was a really fun match. There's a little lull for like maybe like 45 seconds. Hazuki loves to lock in that that cross face and just be like, I'm slowing this shit down. Fuck you. Um, mm. But I didn't think that really affected my enjoyment of the match. That was a great match regardless. So yeah, that's my number two. Uh, my number two is Mariah and Momo. Hmm. So. And then our, our shared yeah. number one is uh, Suzu versus Shuri, obviously. Uh, one, one of the better five-star matches I've seen in a long time, uh, especially block matches. So yeah, really great match. All right. Um, now we have some two shows to look forward to this weekend uh, with a, a handful of GP matches. Uh, I think we'll just preview the GP matches. Um, I don't see the point in looking at the undercards. 
The first one is on oh, the 29th wow. of July. A whole new render. She looks like a different person sometimes with the extensions and not. Um, yeah, yeah, it's quite quite a change. Um, this is on the 29th of July. Uh, it's in Saku in the Nagano Prefectural Budokan. Um, just to note, Megan Bain is teaming with Suzu and May on this show to take on Mayu, Koguma, and Ida. So I think we all know what's going to happen there. And the uh, then man? we have <laughs> we have our first block match of the show: Mirai versus Mina Shirakawa. Um, well, Blue Stars block action. Thingy. If I think Mirai wins, um, no Mina going zero and two is disappointing, but maybe that's her arc. Yeah, um, she's, she's the one that loses a lot and then wins a bunch and you know, finishes with like 10 points out of nowhere. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't see Mariah on... going 0-2. But then she's going to beat pretty much everybody after that. Like, I don't see many other people beating her. Like, I, I think about it, it's It's Mina, Momo, and then like one other person that beats her and then she pretty much clears house and that gets her up to what, she beat both Julia 10, and Utami? 11, 12. She's going to beat one of them at least. I guess, yeah. So I can see Amina win. I would probably say, given that Momo won, Mina loses. Yeah. But it, I can I can see Mirai going 0-2 and, and then just kind of steamrolling most of the rest of the people. That's fair enough. Uh, the match after that is Julia versus Hanan. Uh, Hanan has win. a fucked role, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like her first couple of matches are just not cool. like she's getting fucked up. Um, yep. Yeah, there, there's no way she she wins this, unfortunately. Not a chance. Um, the match after that then is Sori Ano versus Mariah May. Um, I would suspect Ano wins. Um, she probably has a strong tournament. Doesn't really drop many. This is a bit of a this is a bit of a toss up for me. I think Mariah winning her first match means it's less likely she wins this. Yeah, I see, and the the way I was talking about it last week as well is that like I feel like Mariah has that like oh I haven't been pinned in so long, so I can see her going on an early hot run and then kind of getting humbled, right? So yeah. either she loses here or she loses next against Julia, which I believe is her next match. Uh, I don't know when that is; it might be in a couple weeks, but uh, I think Julia has a big break, so I don't. Yeah, know. Um, but I'm pretty sure her next match after Anu is uh, against Julia, so. She could win here. I, I think. I think she may win here, and then you know, kind of start to get humbled a bit from there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you know, we might one day have to do like a Mariah tweets of the week segment because uh, oh, her yeah. Twitter game is just. It's a good Twitter game. It's too good. I will uh, say. I will say. I usually. I usually look down on people who vanity search, but you know what? Uh, she has the right. She's cool. She's funny. She's. She's all right. Um. Yeah, her her tweet earlier about Megan Bain was great. It Dude. was like, did you forget to pack clothes? Like, do you, you want to help? I could help you. <laughs> that, was, that was so good. Um, anyway, the next uh, show is on the 30th of July. It's in Konosu, to the Saitama Konosu Municipal General Gymnasium. Um, what's Megan Bain up to here? Megan is it's teaming with Micah with, and yeah. May Sarah. And this time she's taking on Hanako, Saki Kashima, and Siri. So, what, uh, what if the actual end game is uh, <laughs> Megan Bain and May Sarah being the tag team? I would be so down. Like that, that I'm being a tag league run. Yeah, let's get it. Um, I don't know oh, also cool lower card. Oh, Julia, Tam, and Julia. Julia's, yeah, yeah. Her double belt render is awesome. 
I love that. She's the strong artist, baby. Hell yeah. Um, on the GP match front, though, we have Mirai versus Hanan. Hmm. Well, this is a really winnable match for Hanan. There aren't many, but I feel yeah. like this is one where she could roll her up, and I would be really happy with that. I she think could. I think that's like a a realistic thing. I think at some point I like just was like, you know what? I have too much hope. Uh, I'm just gonna say no, but. I wouldn't mind, especially if, especially yeah. if Mariah over Mina. Uh, she could she could drop one to Hanan, right? She can. Well, I don't know. I feel like Mariah loses. Yeah, but I feel like Mariah loses to. She gets upset at some point, right? Like Momo wasn't really an upset for Mariah. Technically, it was, but like I feel like. Yeah. I feel like Hanan or Mariah. Are yeah. gonna get a win over Mariah. And personally, Mariah is off to a hot. Her start than Hanan. Mm-hmm. So you just so, want Hanan to get it. I really want Hanan to get to that. That's <laughs> yeah. fair. I understand. Uh, I would agree. I think Hanan has a chance. Um, this is going to be so. a good match, though, because I, I I think they have like a certain level of chemistry. Yeah. Uh, to well, them. and Hanan's they, a great underdog. They're kind of relying on the GP matches to do well on these shows, so they I think there's that added pressure of you're not opening the show, you are like the draw of the show which is yeah. going to make them all wrestle a bit better uh, speaking oh, of wrestling better we have a red stars block match suzu suzuki versus natsupoi um suzu's render is um quite oddity um also Natsupoi's some of the renders just look bizarre yeah. <laughs> like they look like uncanny in a way yes it's the um, uncanny valley sometimes with these yeah. renders um but anyway i think suzu wins that one pretty easily do i have that i probably have that You? Yeah, Susan. Looking? Okay, that's grand. Yeah. Well, that's all. I have a big, I have a big sheet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, that is all. Uh, somehow we managed to keep this under two hours. We'll be back yes. next week to discuss the two GP shows this weekend, and we will look forward to the GP show in um, Ishikawa, Hamamatsu, and the KBS Hall in Kyoto, the best venue Ooh, is that the, in Japan. Is that the pretty one? I think so. Um, I think it is. Yeah, because they're running. They're running Saturday, Sunday, there. Tuesday, Thursday. Crazy schedule. Um, oh, we have that's that's Mayu versus Suzu in the main. Ooh, oh, that's pretty. Love it. That's a pretty. That's a pretty match altogether. I love it. In so, front of the stained glass. That's crazy. We will be back next week to discuss all of the goodness of the GP, and we will. Hopefully, uh, they get the stuff up quick. Sure, they will. I I have faith. Um. Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed the first day of the Five Star Grand Prix. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, watch Seedling. It's cool as well. Uh, <laughs> they, they had a good match today, and I loved it. I've been catching the wave lately. I've been catching the wave lately. The poor thing. Um, it's, it's funny. I, I, I put it on. I go into a Discord with some yeah. of my friends, and I just like put it on. Uh-huh. And like a couple of them might come in and watch it with me. But like we'll just talk about random shit, and I'll just be watching wave. And I'll be like, ooh, that was fun. Um, Beast, like Venny and Kohaku randomly have like one of my favorite matches, no, <laughs> like uh, like a top one hundred match. Totally legitimate version of that that I saw had out of sync audio, and you know that's like I can't watch with that stuff. So yeah, oh man, that ruined a match for me. There, it was yeah. Rina Makura versus uh versus Venny, and I was just like, the vibe is just off. Mm-hmm. Like the comment, like the the audio is off. The crap, it it just. The, the vibe was just completely off and it, it killed it for me. Yeah. Be sad. But real shame. 
That is that. We will be back next week. Uh, unless you have any closing remarks, uh, I can close uh, the show. No, I, I I appreciate you. Well, actually, I do because I'm I'm saying them now. Um, <laughs> I appreciate y'all for still listening. We out here. Uh, it's it's been a minute, and we yeah, out this here. is this is we out here. We uh, out here. We are, and it's 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 a good time. Obviously, I'm I'm enjoying myself, and I hope Alex enjoys still recording with me every single week. Uh, this is the first week that we haven't had to record twice, so that's very pleasant. We we can just like leave each other alone a little bit. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> We won't, because I definitely will text you about some AEW shit or something oh, and annoy you. Um, but no, yeah, it's it's always always a pleasure. Um, excited for next week because the five star is here, baby. I, I got a little new day in that. I think you missed a chance to do the Club Venus thing. So the five star is uh, here. Yeah. Well, I kind of did that, kinda but then I turned yeah. into I, I turned into the new day because I'm All a new right, day guy. That's fair. That was my guess. Anyway. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Joe. Joe.